0: for your business
1: paper Mifflin, the paper Podcast. podcast. Mifflin, the paper podcast. Mifflin, the Welcome to the People Persons Paper Podcast. My name is Hilton Price. With me once again is my co-host, Brian Sittler. Hello, sir. And this week, our guest is Tulsa comedian, writer, uh, radio personality, Josh Boltz.
2: Hi, Welcome. How's it going? Welcome, sir. Thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks for coming on the show, man. No problem. Glad thanks to for have having you. me. You're an Office fan as well?
2: Yes, very much. Very yeah. much. Watched uh, all, what was it, like nine was it nine or 11 seasons? Nine, nine seasons. Nine seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them. Yeah, some people mm-hmm.
1: don't count eight, you know? Yeah. yeah. Those
3: those hashtag California deniers. Some people, only, some people just stop at seven, actually. Yeah. Yeah because that's when it just ended. Yeah, hashtag, hashtag Michael is when, show. When Michael was was gone,
1: yeah, it was over. There's nothing They more didn't even him. finish
2: <laughs> season seven, actually. Yeah,
1: no, they didn't make it all the way.
2: No. You know, though, I was pretty positive on Robert California, honestly. Yeah. I, really, uh, I really liked James Spader in that role.
1: I love him so much that it was hard not to just like the character by default. Right, really. That's like I rewatched uh, Avengers Age of Ultron, and I really didn't like him in that when it first came out. But now that I've had some time to get away from it, and I'm not so personally invested in it, his performance is stupid but fun. Right, it's Robert California in a Marvel movie. In very many ways, yes.
3: Yeah, that's kind of what I was flashing back to. It mm-hmm. Took me a while to warm up to him, uh, Robert California being that um, what I'm talking about. But yeah, it works eventually, only because it's just in so stark contrast to Michael. I think that's what really made made it that much more difficult. He's such
1: just a crazy character. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah, some... he's
3: his own kind of crazy.
1: They really brought something whole new to the show with him. They did, but we are light years yeah. before that. Uh, if yeah. this is your first time, other lifetimes, yeah, If this is your first time uh, tuning into the uh, the pa- people per- the people person's paper podcast. Then uh, you can go back and start from number one. But what we are doing is going episode by episode chronologically through the show, The Office. And this week we are talking about season two, episode three, Office Olympics. Bum,
3: yes, or as I would say, Office Olympics. Featuring the condo. Yes. Or like the condo (laughs) in parentheses. Mm -hmm. They They totally could have done that.
1: And it really was. And we talked a couple episodes back about how they really put a mishmash of two different episodes together.
3: Yeah, this isn't the first time it's felt like that. Yeah. No. But this one really... And I find myself uh, enjoying the condo portion of the episode, honestly, a little more than the office Olympics. The office Agreed.
2: Olympics kind of seems just like background. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was definitely felt more like the B story. The it, A story was yeah. definitely Michael getting the condo. And it's the tour de force to have
3: Michael and Dwight go mm-hmm. at each other, you know, in a more intimate setting. exactly. Um, and let
2: let Rain Wilson really mm-hmm. take over. And become what he became. Well, Mm -hmm. it it set the tone, I think, for uh, future uh, Michael and Dwight interactions. Mm -hmm. This was really like the first episode where you kind of see that Dwight is really trying to be Michael's best friend. Yes. And Michael is just having none (laughs) of it.
1: Yeah. It sees him as a lackey and subordinate at best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no equal footing for these two as far as Michael is concerned.
3: Like he's just semi-repulsed. Yeah, when, when when Dwight's begging to go with him on the, mm-hmm. you know, to on at the business meeting to get the condo. Yeah. And
1: he's always put out every conversation Michael has with Dwight. Michael is put out.
3: Mm-hmm. He's an idiot. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he says it right in front of uh, Carol, the realtor and um, right. the, the head of the condo board or whatever he was. He's kind of an idiot. Yeah. yeah.
3: And and it's nice to see, you know, Dwight is a little bit more fleshed out character because we mm-hmm. get the introduction of um, Shrewd Farms. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because he is a homeowner. A yeah. sixty a sixty uh acre
2: beet farmhouse. Okay.
1: Nine actually. room uh Nine farmhouse?
2: Room, one bathroom. Yeah. Under the uh, porch. Under the porch. <laughs> Runs it with Mo's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I believe this is also the first mention of well I mean first mention of Moe's? If it's not the first mention of Mose, it is definitely the first time we've seen yeah. a photo of what Moe's looks like. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Shore finally got it
3: in the episode. Mm-hmm. I, I think he I don't know if he was riding at this point. Uh I believe he, not. Yeah, I I believe from he the was I believe he was. Was he? Okay, yeah. uh, yes. Yes. But yeah, it's a but, funny, funny picture.
1: Well and it's it's also showing um how Dwight is so much more than what we've thought. And mm-hmm. it's gonna build up this idea where he's a farmer and he's got uh later we'll find out about the money stashed on his property, the the generations of Schroots who are buried there you know it's a it's a rich history that of Schroots and the and shroot farms yes right. it is but
2: possible connection to german war criminals yeah exactly later on down the line
1: <laughs> also a place of uh, respite for soldiers during the civil war yes the battle of shroot farms battle,
3: how could we forget yeah <laughs> never forget but yeah it's it, it totally goes with his character and kind of peels more of the onion back on why this guy is the way he is exactly mm-hmm. in a way
1: well and starts to make him a competent character because that's the thing mm. is we've been we're at that stage where we're gonna borderline create him to be totally incompetent just by painting him as this doofusy
3: yeah uh, straight up sycophant Yes, yeah, sycophantic kiss con- ass complete kiss ass
1: total loser
3: yeah which they kind of go around um, when Michael's talking we're talking about the terrarium what mm-hmm. the hell is a terrarium yeah mm-hmm. and
1: then, that and look then he- Dwight gives the camera. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> You wouldn't. You haven't seen that before. That yeah. little devilish look. Yep. And mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this guy isn't exactly a complete moron. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's so clearly um, still infatuated with Michael in that way, and still yeah. wants to be sycophantic to Michael. But
3: it's all strategic, though. It's just yeah. to just to get a place of power.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's
3: almost like he's you know getting close so he can take over himself, which he eventually tries to do later on. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And we're not even too far yeah. out from that. Actually, we're. That's, that's right true. around the corner.
3: That's true. I, I forget how close we are to certain classic episodes that are coming up, and mm-hmm. that yeah. kind of, maybe this is sort of setting the, all that that dynamic up for the coup
0: mm-hmm. when yeah.
3: the coup happens. But another first was we get to meet um, Carol. Yeah. Yep. Steve Carell's real
2: real life Na- wife, Nancy and, Walls. Nancy. Nancy Walls, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's that. That's pretty neat. And and the dynamic the dynamic between them. Especially as we get into later in the season, is it later in the season? No, it's the next season where they start start to date for a minute. Yeah, and that is just such a, a great experience, considering knowing that they're in real life a happily married couple. Again. right, they're
3: they're the best um, the best on screen duo that was married that could look that were not meant to be together. <laughs> right, so uncomfortable, together. so uncomfortable. Yeah. they really pulled that off. That's that that I don't know how hard that was to do, but they they did it brilliantly.
1: I feel like any married couple would say it's therapeutic. To be able to have a day or two where you just play off the <laughs> worst qualities of your significant other. Right. I think you're on something there. Yeah. Right. I think
2: you're on. It's kind of right. like similar to, uh, and it's always sunny. You know, you got Charlie and the waitress who they're married in real life also. Oh, yeah. And oh, right. play another couple that are not meant to be together That's got to be whatsoever. so much fun. Right. Gotta be. Fun. I, I would love that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, maybe that's why she ended up. I don't know any uh, any stories behind her being cast. I don't know if If she got cast because of that or not. Because she was in, she was in the business, and maybe why not?
1: I bet though. But if you're talking about Nancy Walls and Steve Carell, I could see where initially she was just the realtor. Because yeah. it's casino night where he calls her as a potential right.
3: date. That's right. She kind of comes back into the fold. Yeah,
1: it gets written in again. You know? Yeah, it's right. Interesting stuff.
3: I call back to this episode. And you're like, oh, yeah, her. But
1: maybe, maybe they were talking in season two. Like, we need a love interest that will one day just despise everything about you. Call my wife. <laughs> <laughs> right? Any married listeners know what I'm talking about. Uh, this All thing right. writes itself, it right? It really does. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's good. Before, before I forget, because this is a monumental episode in the fact that we have our very first cold open. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. opening up.
1: Uh, oh, and the know. setup, the, the the crushing sense in Ryan's face when um, when he realizes that Michael only invited him to bring breakfast in the morning, to bring breakfast in the morning, <laughs> like that there was no legitimate task at hand. Oh, not at right. all.
3: Yeah, he just played delivery boy. Yeah, and that was it.
2: This is also, too, when you kind of, at least at this point in the series, in my opinion, this is still kind of more when uh, Ryan borders on that sort of sympathetic-type character. Because you know as the the series goes on, he just becomes a raging douchebag. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah,
3: he was still on the side of new Mm -hmm. guy. Yeah. Getting assimilated into this crazy environment.
1: Right. Still sort of the viewpoint character for the, the viewer. In sort of. Ways. He was.
2: Yeah. He yeah. was in a lot of ways. I don't, yeah. I don't really think... I think eventually that was more uh, kind of a role that was filled by Jim. Yeah. Later on, he kind of became your uh, sort of entry point into it because he's the only... He's sane a, guy he's in the, the office like the yeah. everyman yeah somewhat but in, in these early seasons you're absolutely right this is still Ryan is kind of the audience's entry point because he doesn't really take an active participation in much of what's exactly. going on in the yeah. office he's, on, yeah. just on purpose right because he doesn't
3: want to get to know anybody he doesn't uh-huh. yeah, there's that scene he talks about I could clean up my desk in five minutes. No one would know, and yeah. I would forget, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: or even uh, next week we'll be talking about how uh, he, he didn't want to be the crossword guy. He yeah. doesn't want to be a guy. Yeah, guy. You
3: know? So obviously yeah. he had to become something.
1: Exactly, which I wonder. Well, I
3: don't what know what he's going to be. God, who knows? <laughs> You'll
1: just have to tune in next time.
3: And, exactly. and of
2: course, the, uh, the first, uh, well, m- maybe not the first in this, but also you uh, get to see uh, Michael's sort of man crush Yep. Oh on yeah. Ryan, when he tells him to, uh yeah, no, you know, take a couple hours. The office <laughs> is yours. Home alone. <laughs> take your pants business. off. Yeah. Like, run around. <laughs> take yeah. your pants off. Run around. And Ryan's just like, I'm <laughs> so, just gonna go nap in my car for a couple hours yeah, before exactly. work. <laughs>
3: <Just> <laughs> only, like... <laughs> only this show could something that <laughs> reads so inappropriate on uh, the on the page just work so perfectly. Right. Exactly. Out of Steve uh, and how uh, it's the funniest man crush of all time mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, so one-sided, completely, yeah. and just creepy. Like it could play creepy, mm-hmm. but they turn creepy into hilarious, right? Yeah.
2: And that deserves some kudos. Well, because I think Michael uh, sort of it, he disguises that man crush as sort of uh, he wants to be the mentor, yeah, to, exactly to mm. Ryan, and it uh, to kind of boost his ego. Oh, yeah, Ka- kind of the same reason why he kicks Dwight around so much as he already has Dwight's admiration, mm-hmm. so he doesn't really want it. Yeah, there's yep. no... It's nothing left to be done. Right, and so he's just always kicking Dwight whenever he possibly can, and Dwight yep. just smiles and takes it all in stride because for his end goal of... <laughs> Power. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dominance. Trying to be the one chosen. They yep. really
2: are
3: kind of playing that off, uh, you know, after the Dundies, like... You know, and then with... Obviously with the fire yeah you know Dwight playing competition against Ryan and mm-hmm. just just for that uh that well, aching uh, admiration he so seeks from Michael
1: well, and in this episode he's got that talking head where he talks himself as uh, like um. Mozart and Mozart's friend, <laughs> yeah or Butch Cassidy and <laughs> mozart, mozart. You, know?
3: you mess with Mozart, you get the bullet in the head from butch Cassidy. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, it kind of reeks of a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's exactly. what it's I was Billy sort of, the Kid and, and yeah, and, and Socrate's going to be there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's, uh, I mean, that's the thing though is, 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 the awkward way of trying to assert himself and explain himself is really what's making Dwight such a, a fun character at this point. You know? Mm-hmm.
3: Oh yeah. Well, he completely takes over the. Um, negotiation well it wasn't really a negotiation but yeah. michael's signing of the condo so which is something he never should have done without representation in the first place as of he fa- as he comes to find out right but he 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 really kind of controls the scene from the back yeah you know mm-hmm. kind of looking at things and it's kind of when he's it's like when he's reviewing david wallace's house and like later mm-hmm. seasons like whoa hey got some uh, i found some manson the uh, crawl space or something yeah. and hey
1: there's carpeting ants on the floor and, and oh, I love, like I'm in Michael's condo I love that no, this is a shared wall the neighbor throws his wife against this wall well, it automatically goes to like domestic yeah. abuse you know?
3: yeah oh no it's not just it's not just about the noise it's about the domestic abuse going on and then your plasma TV is ruined yeah, yeah. shitty day for you
2: but he got a warranty for that warranty don't cover warranty. it yeah. and they're a waste they're of time yeah
1: and then uh, uh, right from there, um, what is he? he starts talking about uh, more problems? Oh, th- th- these babies are thin. Babies are thin. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, I-, I felt Michael's anxiety sort of. I've been in similar yeah. living right. situations where I'm like, oh god, just just shut up, dude. You sh- know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he was, hey, this was a ten over thirty year mortgage. So yeah, mm-hmm. and the, and and seeing Michael's anxiety just go out of control is.
1: Oh well, when he's as he's realizing what he's going to pay, mm-hmm. yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> trying to weasel out of the deal, you know, pulling off the removable cover on the yeah, you know, the stove. Is this and,
1: supposed to come is off? It's supposed to come off? <laughs>
3: These ceilings were a lot higher last week. And where are the good-looking people?
1: <laughs> And then from that scene where he goes to trying to defend it to her to he goes to a talking head where he's like, the rule is never be the most best looking person in your yeah. neighborhood. Yeah. Everyone once, knows that. Yeah,
3: because, yeah, everyone knows that. Because once you are, it's just kind of going downhill.
2: Yeah. It's just the, the inflated sense of self that Michael has that... <laughs> that you know is just a thin veneer for mm. the p- pain <laughs> the pain and sad man that he is exactly inside and how it doesn't really take much to crack that uh like earlier in the episode when uh, he was talking to Pam about changing all of his uh magazine subscriptions mm. to oh. his new address right and and he it, starts to get embarrassed about uh <laughs> about the magazines that he's reading and then he just goes he just makes up uh uh, did you change fine arts aficionado, aficionado. Yeah. monthly? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and Pam's just staring at him. Like <laughs> I don't just read crack.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I love how they went. Uh, I don't remember which episode where he talks about American Way, but he's still that's one of the ones he has he always
3: change. That's the least second mention yeah. of American Way in the yeah. series. At least, it's some uh, riveting stuff in that one. Small
2: businessman, yeah, small businessman. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Business that might have been another one too. Uh-huh. Kind of a callback from a previous
1: episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> cr- hey. cracked. And what was the fourth one? There's was a fourth one too. Uh, yeah
3: and i actually have is that a trivia question it is part of a trivia question should uh, i not no, uh no, no, don't do it yet we'll don't see do if, it yet yeah see if we get there it are right there now. are yeah, see if y'all can mm. all right <laughs> okay. i forgot to say yes we have trivia at the end oh okay yeah so um that's what those buzzers right are for, there oh or, all right so you actually yeah, yeah it's mm. a full-on production here mm. at the, nice at the quad p. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the quad p for, I like for all you out on the streets so that's what we're calling this one you the know short short hand we want to Better than P4. That's right. Right. Quad yeah, P4. P. That's sure. That, actually, yeah. I, maybe we haven't exactly decided on which one it should be. Could it'll, be
2: either it, it'll sound better when you're dealing in the illicit underground podcast market. You yeah, know. That's yeah. right. I well,
1: feel we like go a... to the podcast tournaments, that's how they announce us. Yeah, <laughs> we have shirts made and hype men. <laughs> yeah, the hype
3: men. Yeah, Got <laughs> I feel like I'm talking about the bro or the man's ear right now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so while Michael and Dwight are looking into condo buying, uh, yeah. Jim is uh, trying whole- to find something to do.
3: Yeah, we have a whole nother episode to talk about, really. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, and I love how, I mean, we don't even get Office Olympics for another 10, 15 minutes into this episode. Mm No. Because the first part is just him learning the different games that people around the office are already playing. Right. Mostly mm -hmm. in
3: accounting and back in HR. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. with... uh, With hate
1: ball. Hate ball. Kevin and Oscar. Yeah,
3: because Angela hates it.
1: Uh, Because of how much Angela (laughs) hates it.
3: (laughs) Angela, yeah, Angela's hate level is severe, not severely, but significantly upped in this episode she sort of plays the villain
1: they really establish her as sort of an office problem you know yes. right yeah they
3: do it's, it's sort of in place of roy really because roy doesn't show up in this episode mm-hmm. yeah he's not the counterpoint to jim and pam uh-huh. right this one but she becomes you know the thorn in pam's side
1: well later when the when, yeah. when pam asks her about games and she talks about pam pong,
3: Ping pong. how yeah. often
1: jim makes his way over to a reception <laughs> yep. so, and then later when they're talking, she sees Pam or uh, Angela checking off something on yeah a
2: sheet, so. oh, that was great. That was well done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you do you, you get to see the the first uh, little blossomings of uh Jim and Pam's relationship. you can kind of. There's, there, there's some glances there from Pam's yeah. side, too, that oh, she's that was... she's starting to reconsider.
1: Uh... Oh. It's such an undercurrent of this whole episode. From the mm-hmm. beginning where Jim, yeah. you know, Jim, what is he, dies of boredom? Dies yeah. of boredom. Th- this little, you see the interactions between them and how they're just sort of become second nature for them yeah. as office friends. Right. You
3: know? And she is overly very nice in this episode, like very mm-hmm. extra cute, I think. Yeah. Um, as she's, you know, trying to uh, shove Jim you know how to throw paper clips into Dwight's coffee mug yeah. or uh, this message that was for Dwight <laughs> she becomes ruthless Pam within a blink of an eye it's pretty awesome
1: well and later when she makes the dubs you can tell she just wants to support Jim She's mm-hmm. she's very much playing yes. like sort of girlfriend or significant other role of just supporting her partner. Yeah. Mm. In this case it's just her office buddy. But yeah. you know? Yeah. It's uh it's it's pretty sweet and you get the taste of what they could be like as a couple.
2: Mm-hmm. No. You know? he just yeah. Yeah, before and we get it, and everybody gets mad and says it ruined the show. Right? right? Yeah. Exactly. Careful what you wish for, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't agree. But I, no, I, and I don't. I
3: don't either. I don't but, either. But, I, I, my, but others do. We know.
2: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
3: It. it cha- I don't think it was better or worse. It just changed. Just different.
2: Yeah, I. I will say, um, what uh, season two as a whole probably is my favorite season. Not so much for the content of the episodes, but a lot to do with the fact that season three still kind of on track the same way. But this felt more like a documentary that was being shot mm-hmm. at yeah. an office. Because, you know, you start mm-hmm. to get into the later episodes where they start going outside of the office. And, yeah. you know, they're like going to Michael's house for a dinner party or something. And right. you're thinking, okay, well, why would the camera crew... Yeah? Why? Yeah. Why would they finance to go to Stanford, Connecticut? Right. Or I
3: mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they would. I, I don't yeah. know if I'm. If but it does start to break the fourth then. wall
1: by having you make questions about the nature of the show itself.
3: Right. I, I think. I think. Expanding it outside the walls is probably. I mean, it's it was a great idea. Obviously, it worked,
1: and it was inevitable. And it was
3: inevitable mm-hmm. and
2: and necessary. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and also all the randos too. I think you should start a rando count for the uh, for the earlier episodes. Just all the people that are around the office. That we they still just, have a few that just kind of
3: they kind of come and go. Uh-huh. Like the core, the people that you know that are there are for certain scenes are there, and there's no other randoms. Mm-hmm. And then and then at the end when they're the, playing the national anthem. and Yeah. In the group shots and You see that random woman there in the corner. Yeah. yeah. You, then you see, and Devin comes and goes too. Yeah. Because uh-huh. he's not there the whole time, except you see him when Kevin is astounding everybody by eating, by uh, mm-hmm. seeing how many M&Ms he can get into his mouth. You just see him way mm-hmm. in the back. Yep. And like, Oh. Evan, never noticed there. you, man.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. You'll be not long for this world. But. And they did. It is funny how they really slowly started to phase everybody out until it was just the principal cast. Yeah. that made up the entire office. Yeah,
3: yeah. Mm-hmm. Luckily, Creed kind of seemed like a random. Uh, oh, I'm glad they one kept one around. Creed. But oh, thanks, thankfully, he was kept. Yeah. yeah. And we'll have to wait for Halloween.
1: Well, yeah, obviously. he gets a great Before. turn in Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You would be my savior. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Such a good one. So that's so a great character. <clears throat> Dressed yeah. as
2: Dracula. Uh
1: huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then a poor Hobo Devin gets canned. Instead.
3: Yep Definitely some uh mm-hmm. poetry behind that one. Mm-hmm. But so we
1: learn uh we learn about hate ball from Kevin and Oscar and Angela mm-hmm. and then uh ball from yeah. Toby. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what that sound is. Thunderball. And a very
2: conservatively dressed Kelly, too. So she's this, still yeah. This, yeah. conservative Kelly. This is very, yeah, you yes. can tell this is very early on when they uh, they didn't quite know, I think, mm-hmm. uh, what direction Kelly's character was going to go in yet. Because mm-hmm. yeah. you notice in the later season, she de- definitely dresses with that party girl We think we've got about
1: three more episodes of conservative Kelly. And then I think by um, the, uh, uh, or maybe a little later, because it's after the booze cruise... Because it's after Michael. When Michael's trying to defend Jim's secret is when Kelly's all like, "Well, you hook me up with Ryan." Mm-hmm. I think that's in that same area.
3: Oh, when she's yeah, and she's asking for her the receipt. She's like, "I bought, I bought the dress," mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, that's your that's your problem. Yeah, that's your problem. Well, I have like." You know, she tries to get money out of him, basically, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and rightfully so. I don't know, maybe I can't remember.
1: Yeah, he's will return it. Well, I took the tags off. The tags off. Can't help. Yeah,
3: well, that's not my fault. So, (laughs) yeah, you have to deal with it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's when she kind of emerges. It
1: starts to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but um.
3: But they get there, but they learn all about the games, and then Jim just... Stanley's know, Game is my favorite. Stanley, yes. it's well, what Work is
1: hard it? so my kids can go, go to college. college. Killjoy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
2: Jim, I mean, just yeah. slightly bad. He's like, okay, okay. not going to mess with this dude. <laughs> but that's
1: the last of our better. exploration. Next is when they hang up the banner, and they have the mm-hmm. scented candle, 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 that yeah. represents the burning
2: burning burning
1: what sense of uh, competition
2: of and fish, and fish. It also smells like cookies <laughs> yes it does kevin <laughs> yes it does was, uh, i just tough. love that serious turn that jim does right there yes yeah. <laughs> yes it does kevin yes, <laughs> yes it does <laughs> that's an early classic
3: kevin line yeah mm. just only, some, only only that character actor could... Intone it just like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Between that and the because of how much Angela hates it. Like, we're getting this good, like, early Kevin coming in. Yeah.
3: The good uh, Oscar wasn't quite there yet, but the Angela-Kevin dynamic was getting Mm -hmm. there. Yeah, absolutely. Toby and Oscar are kind of just around Mm -hmm. to sort of, I don't know, for their numbers. Yeah. A little Mm -hmm. bit. But they're in on the game. I kind of noticed who was. I mean, it was only... Uh, I think Stanley and Angela were the only only uh, holdouts, sticking well, the butts. Well, yeah. no,
2: Stanley ended
3: up, uh, but he
2: ended up watching. Yeah, he in, was in, a in spectator, stunned
3: silence as Kevin did what he did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was an excellent close up reaction shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody else should try that. You win the (laughs) gold medal. You win all the medals. They give all the medals to (laughs) me. I never noticed that before, but all right. No, 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 no. Don't do that.
1: (laughs) And as Kevin takes the gold in M&M eating, it is the perfect time for us to take a quick break. So check out uh, this great ad from one of our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
2: Two Planet Productions is a team compromised of some of the most talented wedding photographers, videographers, and production designers with over 20 years combined experience in the industry. Besides working with the most beautiful brides in the world, they have also produced content for commercial businesses and nonprofit organizations such as the Tulsa Mayor's Office, the Arts and Humanities Council of Tulsa, Tulsa Lifestyle Magazine, Rocklahoma, and musical acts such as the Deftones. Members of their staff and the Two Planet team have won multiple couples choice awards and best of the best awards from The Knot, Wedding Wire, and were part of the team that was voted People's Choice for Best Photographers from Tulsa People Magazine 2013. Two Planet Productions remains the most affordable group of fun, professional artists to entrust your life's most precious memories to. www.twoplanetproductions.com. Find them on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Call 918-280-8528. And we have an exclusive deal that you can only get if you listen to the Channel 4.5 Network. If you tell them we sent you, you will receive a free single session shoot with the purchase of any wedding package. That is a $500 value for free. That free session could be engagements, bridals, first anniversary photos, or anything else you could want to be saved and captured forever.
1: Welcome back. Michael's about to sign paperwork and become a condo owner. The Office Olympics are underway. Very smart. Diversifying.
2: Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Owning property.
1: And the way he is about to balk, and she's like, you will be out $7,000. <sighs> and then the next shot, he's eating pizza in his newly owned home. You know? Right.
3: <laughs> and, he's, and, he, and he's congratulating himself on how smart he is. Mm-hmm. Smart. Right. I feel good. This is great. And it's just to hide more of that pain.
1: Well, and that's just been such the thing with him is how many times is he uh, defending himself or or trying to lift himself up only so that he isn't crushed by... Yeah, despair. You and, know, and especially
3: in front of uh, cameras, recording everything he's doing in his life. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's all yeah, right. The, the pressure's up that much more. Mm-hmm. It's amped up. He has to deal with looking mm-hmm. like a buffoon, even even though he, you know, he's not conscious of it for most of it. But at
2: those times when he is conscious of it, mm-hmm. it's that much worse. The, mm-hmm. it, it's funny how much of like there's two different types of buffoonery at play with uh, Michael and Dwight. Like yeah. you've got. You've got Michael, who possesses all of the regular... I mean, you could argue this a little bit, but let's just say for all intents and purposes, Michael has regular social skills. Yeah. As compared to Dwight, who can't interact Mm -hmm. with anybody at all. But beyond knowing how to talk to people, Michael has absolutely zero acumen or intelligence for anything else. Whereas Dwight... Is a complete and total idiot when interacting with people, but he just has this depth of knowledge yeah, exactly. yeah. That, that is so yes. weird, yeah, and just that, so him, uh
1: huh. Well, and they're ver- they're very much a yin and yang of of a social awkwardness mm-hmm. in that way, you know, where Michael can interact but has nothing to back it up, right? And Dwight actually knows things but can't get to that point it, in the conversation. No,
3: but he can't c- communicate in a normal,
1: effective manner. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. Always undercutting himself.
1: Well, which makes them such good foils for each other in a situation like the condo buying, because each one is just making it worse. Right. You know? Yes, Uh, seriously. Like when they have the conversation and uh, the condo board guy talks about it being a gay-friendly neighborhood. Uh Uh-huh. Very welcoming. (laughs) Very welcoming. Michael doesn't quite get it. He (laughs) he looks uncomfortable, and Mm -hmm. it's
3: almost like he does... he almost realizes what's happening yeah. with Dwight right there.
1: Well, right as Dwight says, I'm going to go check out the master, the master bedroom.
3: bedroom. And then that quick turn, <laughs> and it just kills me every time. So yep. frustrated with so. him. <laughs> but it's, that comedic timing on that scene is brilliant, though, and something that really shows the transgret- the transgression of this show, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um it's just, it's way more fun I'd kind of forgotten About that whole scene mm-hmm. And seeing it again Just mm-hmm. underlines Wow Like Dwight's really Kicking ass
1: Well and this whole episode Has got those moments Between Michael and Dwight Between Jim and the other characters Where they're they're just Playing off each other And you're seeing that sense Of not only How good they are As individual actors But how good that Dynamic between them Is mm-hmm. getting Right
3: Right, right. Would have been Would have been A hell of a Plot twist If Dwight had moved in To the condo Oh Yeah Right. I mean, it, it, and he played that off, you know, with the extreme close-up after Michael offers it to him. Just like,
1: wow, jackpot. Yeah. You know... Well, and I think he still loves the idea of living with Michael because of uh-huh. what that could
3: gain for him or exactly. what he could enjoy
1: of that. Because I, th- I also see where he seems to think of Michael as a friend.
3: Yeah, but he does have a lot of armed wars.
1: Yes, right. <laughs> oh, which is such a great little bit. And I love how they let that sort of simmer before they cut back to the office.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, cause, yeah that was a brilliant edit cut yeah. right there because you understand what's happening and you see Michael's frustration. And yeah, he's already pissed off that he's paying so much money anyways and he ba- mm-hmm. basically bought himself a coffin. Yeah. You know, with thin walls.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And 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 just the way that anything Dwight says like eats at him, you know. Eats at him. And And go ahead. He's biting back so late so much later because of that. Like when Dwight's talking about how you can pay off your mortgage with the beet farm, he's like, Nobody likes beets. Should grow something people like like candy.
2: <laughs> I want some candy. Yeah, I want some candy. I'd love a piece of candy right now.
1: <laughs> Poor little guy. <laughs>
3: He's having a horrible day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad, no very good day. <laughs> right, but but it was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And it's and and as they as they come back to the office, just in time to wait, see. I think believe it's Toby and Oscar. Yeah, in and the some, coffee race. The coffee race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and. Dead set and, and it doesn't take Any time at all For everybody to just Go about your Immediately business Immediately back to work mm-hmm. all, G- And Jim except-
1: tries Jim's ready to yeah. ignore them I love that He's Yeah, like, guys Keep going The clock's ticking Yeah Dwight's like what's going on Nothing That's <laughs> <Nah>. my stopwatch <laughs> You
2: know <laughs> <laughs> Just totally tearing Jim down Yeah Right there He just gets destroyed In that scene Yeah it's just Boom and he jim. doesn't he knows
3: like you told me off off air that you know michael didn't really care Yeah. like jim knew that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and cuz i was sort of wondering like why doesn't he just go about his business well yeah. he doesn't he yeah. knows they don't care and if dwight cares who gives a shit right
1: <laughs> and then when jim does go about his business he gets his work done he does whatever he has to do with oscar that we see there it's like in the yeah. span of what an hour Yeah. Makes half an hour sales <laughs> yeah. Makes up sales so a, a more productive day more productive he says. day yeah yeah
2: and then and, and then, right as you think, he's just going to give in to being defeated for that day. Because even with Pam, when he goes up to talk mm-hmm. to her and she's like, I have 53 unread yeah. or unlistened to voicemails. And mm. he just goes, um, so could you ignore that? And, yeah. and she just immediately... Still on board. Still on board. Still on board.
1: Well, and that's the best part is that in the end, he... Brings off his Olympics back, and they go to a closing ceremony because he wants to impress the girl he likes. Yeah, mm-hmm. he just mm-hmm. wants to have those moments to play with her some more. And mm-hmm. she made him the doves. Yeah, may exactly. as well
2: have right. right. So. Collect- <laughs> 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 and then just arbitrarily, the closing ceremony, Michael. Gets first place uh-huh. for buying a condo. Uh-huh. He has absolutely no idea what's going on, and then the tears start. Yes, and then he's still just so emotionally moved. You
3: know, he's not one for speeches. And, yeah, and but and his w- heart was full. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Jim, uh, uh, the way he like owns all the little um, amenities or whatever the, the niceties that they do there. What's why? Why are you playing the, the national anthem? because your condos in America. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell's that? the doves. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and it's 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 nice to see everybody, you know, everybody else's expression as they kind of look at Jim just being like, "Wow, you just pulled this off. Yeah. You you motherfucker." Yeah.
1: And he just got that silly smile on. He's so excited <laughs> yeah. to have done this. Yeah, that's so. the biggest
3: goober smile I think on Jim's face. Um, I mean, he really was yeah. the
2: hero of the episode though, yeah, he was. I, I think in a way he could tell that Michael was upset. Yeah. Or at least not entirely thrilled by how he got the condo and, yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, well, they were obviously in a dour mood when they showed back up. Right. right. Killed the whole vibe of the office. And, mm-hmm. you know, he had this chance to try and put a bow on everything. Mm-hmm. It was a
3: bow because to bring those two storylines back together was a real kind of work of art. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it sort of feels thrown together, but when we kind of talk about it, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's how that would work. And it did. Yeah. Right. They have no idea what's
1: going on. And for an episode that did feel very disconnected, to have it come back together is just a fun little thing. You know? It is, yeah. I love Jim, or I love when Jim asks Michael about the condo. Uh, you know, what's the? It, oh, it's good. It's good. Three bedroom, mm. gay friendly. <laughs> <you know>? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and that is that is such an important thing of uh, Michael too is mm. how socially unaware he is, but also how he does not want to be seen as racist or sexist. Uh, Because earlier, uh, way back earlier in the episode, when he walks out of his office and talks to Pam Mm -hmm. and he does it in that very, he says, most honorable Pamela, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, with with the heavy... (laughs) With the R. Yeah, with the heavy Japanese accent. And he just looks at the camera and goes... Not racist, because that's how they do it in movies. Yeah, <laughs> he's the, still playing that facade yeah. up to the, up to the hilt. because yeah. of
1: racist movies, I can get away with that. Yeah, yeah.
3: you know they did it. Yeah, I can do it too. What's the problem?
1: <laughs> Man, solid episode. It yeah. really is, and 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 I love that. That's Beyond how solid. they go out. Yeah, <clears throat> <throat> that they go out on the uh, the award ceremony.
3: Yeah, it's a nice little bow, mm-hmm. and you just the one. The, it's Michael's redemption for, abs- for, for, for whatever reason. He feels redeemed and he's crying, which makes it hilarious.
1: Yeah. Well, and for a show that's all about showing the intimate moments, the moments after, the moments before, <clears throat> we go out on a moment that was going to have things that happened later. Because mm-hmm, they were yes. going to step off those boxes and take down yes. those doves, and Michael was going to ask about, well, what the f- hell was all that?
2: <laughs> right, you know.
1: And we just did like, no, we're done here. This is all we're going to show right. you for this that's one. That's all we need to say, really. Yeah, it's a neat, neatly written episode. And, oh, and now yeah. we have
3: a condo to, you know, potentially later on to go back to. Yeah, because uh, because smash that's where a door in or put up yeah, a tiny the tiny TV, yeah, the tiny plasma, mm-hmm. the plasma TV. Oh. It... <laughs> They didn't they put it on, that's right. Eventually we see where the plasma T V went. Yeah, that was and in the living room. Though. It was in the it living room, so it wasn't in the wall. Yeah. No. So yeah. he he followed Dwight's advice. Yep. That was where
2: the Saint Polly girl <laughs> sign went. And that's yeah. that exactly yes. what I believe it was a yeah. big point of contention.
3: I believe yeah. I believe so, but you know, Michael just had those visions of his grandchildren mm-hmm. playing on the swing. Learning and how, to, how to walk out front. Learning how out. to walk out front, even though he was looking at the wrong yeah. condo <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. And oh,
2: wait. No, it's this one.
3: S- such an awesome sight gag. That was brilliant.
2: Yeah. <laughs> home and, and, sweet home. Yeah. And how he just totally glosses over it. Yeah. Just totally. It's all, oh, it's this one. Yeah. 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 And Dwight, anyway, just goes, home, sweet home.
3: <laughs> Dwight just goes right with him. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Good times.
1: So you got some trivia for us oh, this week,
3: as always. Fantastic. Wouldn't, wouldn't uh, leave you hanging there. Um, all right. So, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh, 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 get oh, your oh,
1: buzzer, oh. Josh.
3: Okay. One thing I'm not sure we actually talked about yeah. was uh, maybe we maybe we did, maybe we didn't. Um, was the awesome game of Flonkerton? We didn't actually played. talk oh, about Flonkerton. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. We the kind Icelandic. of we kind of glossed
1: over. Yeah. Box uh, of paper, snowshoe uh, racing. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yes. So, so what did um, in that scene? After Phyllis triumphs, what, uh, Jim calls Flonkerton something else. What does he call it?
2: What you got? Flernington. Wow. Very good very, good.
3: very good. Very good. And in that same scene, um, Jim thanks Pam. What country is, uh, supposedly Pam the delegate of? Iceland. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. One to one. Uh, Okay, so what is the name of Angela's game she tells Pam about? Hilton. Uh, Pam Pom. Yes.
2: God, you're fast on that buzzer. He's fast, isn't he? <laughs> i got to get my hand up. <laughs>
3: all right, we, t- we were talking about this one earlier, so I will I will ask the question. Name one of uh, Michael's other subscriptions besides craft.
1: Hilton. American Way. You got it. What were all of we them?
3: All ex- we also would have accepted Small Businessman, Maxim. <laughs> Maxim. American Way, Fine Arts. Aficionado, Aficionado monthly, monthly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and cracked, and
3: cracked. But most importantly, cracked. We all know that. <laughs> no, of course. It's a good publication. It's not bad. No, not at all. <laughs> not not going to shit on it. Um, oh, one little, one little uh, question. Who left White the Beat Farm? Yes, sir. His grandparents. I'll accept it. Grandfather. Oh, okay. Nice. I'll accept it. Last one. Oh, well. What does Flonkerton translate into English? Hilton
1: box of paper snowshoe racing
3: second times better yeah. go. <laughs> very good very good that is that is the end of trivia all right uh, thank you for playing
1: yeah that's you. uh well all right well we'll do some final thoughts and then we'll wrap it all up um i got to say uh i, I think it's a, a solid season 2 episode it doesn't get mm-hmm. too wild um we're still learning a lot of who the characters are there's a lot of chances for them to develop characters here if you Coming back from watching late in the show, it's another nice chance to see how they're developing along the way. Mm-hmm, Think about mm-hmm. Phyllis, and when she speaks up, and, and Jim calls mm-hmm. her, Phyllis is coming out, you know, or yeah, whatever. coming
3: out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, g- uh, coming with the energy. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah,
1: Phyllis with the energy. Yeah. So. Yeah, you
3: got to see another side of Phyllis. It's not just, uh, you know, just a matronly mm-hmm. old lady, you know, as she sort of played, you know, played before. Yeah. She's mm-hmm.
1: not the, she's not quite the, uh, the Bob Vance banging in a bathroom lady. She's going to be, but you know, right.
3: she's got a lot more, got more depth <laughs> to her. Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: but a lot of characters get that, uh, good Michael stuff. And then of course, uh, getting to see Nancy walls is neat, especially knowing mm-hmm. how much she's going to play in the show later on. I know. Right.
2: Yeah. It kind of takes on that special feeling.
1: Josh, what do you say? What do you think? Last thoughts about the episode?
2: Uh, All in all, I think it was a really solid episode. Like I said, uh, season two is definitely one of my top favorite seasons because it still feels, still feels real. Yeah. You know, and I thought that this was a very real feeling episode. Like you know, who doesn't get anxiety when they're buying a new house, or if you're bored at work, you know, sometimes people do stupid shit just to entertain themselves they in the really office do, really. when there's they nothing really else do. going on. So it just it felt like a real it was a real slice of life episode mm-hmm. and I and I really liked that mm-hmm. and it it had a lot of heart and you also got some you laid the groundwork for what are going to be some major scenes and major plot points at later points in the series. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Most people wouldn't be
3: maybe so blatant as Jim was to uh, con- construct a complete uh, contest around goofing off, yeah, right. but he pulled it off, <laughs> right? You know, yeah, exactly. even, did. even then, and because everybody's bored yeah. essentially, except mm-hmm. Stanley and, and
1: Angela. Angela. Well, they've yeah. got do, so. they have a lot to do. They have a lot to do. Yeah, you but know, putting his kids through college can't be cheap. I yeah. know. Angela's you know. got her cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: got to sing to them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: our first cat, Angela reference. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, think, I, yeah, I, I think, think, think so. I think this is what establishes Angela as She's a uh, like, cat, yeah. lady. cat lady. Yeah.
3: Oh, what a cat lady she'll become. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes.
1: And sprinkles. <laughs> poor poor <laughs> Prinkles. Poor, poor, poor Pringles <laughs> and, Oh, wow. Well.
3: Yeah. I, I would echo both of you. A very, very solid episode. And, and just fun to see Steve Carell and Rain Wilson get to really explore the insanity of mm-hmm. their interaction in the show, even more yeah. so. And outside of the office with other characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I say I, I enjoyed that portion of the episode more than the Office Olympics, but Office Olympics has Mm -hmm. something to Mm -hmm. offer, obviously, and a lot of funny moments, maybe not as funny for me. But But, no, but it mm -hmm.
1: really was. They took the two most enigmatic characters on that show and just moved them off campus for a minute, you know? Yeah, they really Mm -hmm. did.
3: They kind of see, I guess they saw if the rest of the cast could kind of make it work. Yeah. Wow, Uh, yeah. without, Without the other two you know, throwing their hijinks into it. It really was. almost a bit time. of a test. It, it
2: definitely was. wasn't a laugh out loud episode. Yeah. No, th- there was some good laughs, but, uh-huh. yeah. A lot of it was, I mean, like I said, still enjoyable, solid episode, but mm-hmm. a lot of the enjoyment, at least for me, yeah. came from, it was kind of like, you know, like a, huh. Or, <laughs> right, you know, yeah. light, or just seeing the story evolve. Exactly. Yes,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of a, a real... um novelty to it. Mm-hmm. Good novelty. Yeah. I don't want to make it slight sound slight, but yeah, solid episode. We're yeah. we're all full full steam ahead here in season 2 and I'm loving it. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. And uh, of course with the cold opens too establishing a lot of things that are going to yeah. run through the show from here on out. Yeah, so. I'm glad
3: yeah. that we have a we have a new segment that we can talk about every Yeah. every show from now on. We all can, but
1: two, I think. I think there's one or two that don't in is, the future. Is there? And I think the last season has a surprising mm-hmm. amount of them, like one or two. So Oh, okay. Interesting.
2: It's amazing how The Office did really kind of uh popularized the cold open yeah did they you know you
3: know because i i was i didn't watch it when through its original run i i was way later in the game so i was kind of wondered what people thought about that when they first saw it like yeah. well this is different like mm-hmm. is this something they're going to keep doing is this fun, mm-hmm. you know is is this going to be a new part of the show or is this just a one-time thing exactly like, I, what I, is I, this i'm kind of curious like what y'all's reactions were
1: oh i didn't see it till later either. exactly so. okay yeah i didn't yeah. see
3: that episode I, until we'll, later we'll never, we'll never yeah. know <laughs> Somebody Man. out there, maybe maybe we can find out later on.
1: Man, well, well, Josh, thank you so much for thank joining us. Thank you for yeah. having me. It was well a pleasure. Done, sir. And uh, you're you. you're performing around the Tulsa area, semi regularly. Yeah,
2: yeah semi regularly. Uh, you know, hit the first shop, VFW. Cool. Uh, also cool. work over at uh, Stevens Media Group. So shout out to them. Nice. Good guys over there. Yeah. Very cool. I think you guys, on one of your other podcasts, I think you had Chuck in here. We did, yeah, for from the
1: opinions edge. like a-holes. Chuck's yeah. sat with us a couple yeah. of times now.
2: Yeah, Chuck's a, Chuck's a good guy. I really like Chuck. He's a good people. guy. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. a good guy.
1: Well, cool. Well, uh, thank you so much for doing the show. You'll come back and do another one? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. We'll have you. Uh, we'll welcome you back for show. Maybe when we get into season three, you can help right. us get through the, yeah. the, the, the craziness that is Stanford. Uh, yes. Yeah.
2: Stanford. I look forward to it.
1: All right. Brian, thank you so much. Always a pleasure. All right. We'll do it again next week. You know it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of our guest, Josh Bolt, my co-host, Brian Sittler, my name is Hilton Price. Thank you for listening to the People, Persons, Paper podcast. Next week, who would you do?
2: (sighs) Channel four and a half. I took a nap before I came.
3: Nice.